Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Claim Your Power podcast, the ultimate show for all things New Age spirituality, entrepreneurship, and embodied leadership. I'm your host, Kim Peretz. I'm an author, entrepreneur, and yoga enthusiast. If you're ready to step up, tap into your gifts, and unleash your potential, you are at the right place. It's time to claim your power. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, in this episode, I have Pauline Goosens with me. She is a hormone cycle expert, and she's going to teach us all about how to align with our cycle and master our hormones. So thank you so much for joining me on today. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. (laughs) So first, I want to just ask you to tell us about yourself and your work. Yeah, so uh, let's see. Gosh, my journey in this work, it started when I was a teenager. Probably I always knew I wanted to be um, a healer or at the time I wanted to be a doctor. Um, I was about 15 when I had really, really bad cramps. I had two week long periods and I thought like, no way, I do not want to be on my period for half my life, you know, two weeks out of the month. So I went to the doctor and the doctor said, well, here, just take the pill. You don't need to have a period. Um, that's for old time's sake. And I was like, well, you're you're my idol. I want to be an, a doctor just like you. So I'm going to listen to exactly what you have to say. Um, and yeah, so I went around telling everyone, all my friends, like, oh, just go on birth control. We don't need to have a period. That's what the doctors say. So I went on. I studied in university. Um, yeah, the four years of pre-med. So four years of like anatomy and physiology, chemistry, biology, organic chemistry. And never once did we learn about how hormones actually affect us. Um, So once I got into my fifth year, or once I I took the first few classes of uh, medical school, we were just learning about what pharmaceutical drug to give. And at this point, I was raising my hand being like, well, why does this person have diabetes? And they said, no, no, you don't need to learn that. You just need to know what pill to give. And at this point, I was like, okay, no, I don't want, I want to learn how to be healthy. I thought doctors, you know, they were teaching about health, so they must be the healthiest people. But even the the lack of sleep, the like super long um, shifts that they do, it didn't make sense that to do a surgery when they've had no sleep for the last 20 hours, let's say. Um, So the system didn't really make sense to me. So I left, I was traveling. And finally, I went off and I went through a year of depression. I lost half my hair. I had no idea what was going on until a friend told me like, Pauline, we have these these hormone cycles and they explain our emotions and how to eat and the way we move and things like that. And I was mind blown. I seriously, for like four years of medicine research, never did we once learn about hormones and how they affect us on a daily life. And so this really intrigued me. It really brought me this passion. So I'm super grateful that brought me to this, um, this work and this passion that I do now. And which is basically, yeah, for the last five years, I've been or four, yeah, four to five years, five years ago, I went off birth control. And about four years ago is when I really got into researching about hormones, and how to work with the woman's cycle naturally. And that's through nutrition, through movement and mindset. I love your story. It's so interesting how as a society, women are just 
conditioned to suppress our cycles in so many ways. I mean, I was thinking about it before we started filming about how like we're taught that like periods are gross and that you shouldn't like talk about your periods. If you're on your period, that means you're super moody. Like, you know, people are like, are you on your period or something like that? And there's just been like so much conditioning around this idea that strips women of divine feminine energy and just like teaches women think that their cycles are like this terrible thing being in pain is normal like that's one big thing that oh yeah it's normal like once a month you're gonna be in a lot of pain and I'm just like why is it normal why are we supposed to like deal with this pain and I was doing a lot of research and like if you go back to African and indigenous cultures or even Egyptian cultures back then like thousands of years ago they would have like huts for women to when they were on their period they would just literally like rest in the huts for like a straight week and the entire village would take care of them and I think as time progressed and we got into this very like hustle culture modern world women just like are completely disassociated with their cycles so I guess my question for you is if someone feels like they're disassociated with their cycle what's the first step they can take to really aligning back in their cycle I would say if you're on birth control, that's synthetic hormones that you're taking. Specifically, the pill is synthetic testosterone. So we're putting ourselves in, if you're taking the pill, you're putting yourself in the male hormonal cycle and you're completely disassociating from your your true self. Because hormones, they affect, they are the connection between the mind and the body. So they affect your brain, your metabolism, which is your hunger. It affects your immune system, your gut microbiome, your sexual reproductive system and your stress response system. So your hormones affect your thoughts, your decisions, your emotions. They literally affect everything. And if some if at any moment you are feeling not good, that's a hormonal imbalance. Let's say you have acne or you have cramps or you have you just you feel depressed or you have anxiety, stress, that's a hormonal imbalance. That is your body telling you, "Hey, listen to me because your body can't talk to you." So it's going to talk through symptoms. So that's that's how you can realign with yourself is to listen to your body. What symptoms am I feeling? What emotions am I feeling? Also just following the we have four phases in a woman's cycle. It's like the four inner seasons. So when you're on your period, you're in your inner winter, and then after your period, you're in your inner spring, which is the follicular phase. That's when your follicles matured an egg and that egg is maturing until you reach ovulation, which is your inner summer. And that's about two weeks after your period. So day one of your cycle is your period. It's it's not the spotting with the dark brown just before, maybe a day or two before your period, but it's that full day of bleeding. That's day one of your cycle. So about two weeks after that is when you are in your inner summer. And that is when we bloom. That's the one day out of the month where we are fertile. So it's also ridiculous to take a pill that suppresses all of your organs, stunts your brain from developing, gets rid of your stress response system. And really, it makes you so unhealthy that you're unable to give birth from really this abundance that in your summer is when the flower is blooming. It's when you're most beautiful. Your face becomes more symmetrical. Everything is just so on point for you, for you to be potentially impregnated because that's what our hormones are trying to do. They're trying to get us pregnant every single month. But also if you're, if you're not ready to have a kid, you can use and harness that energy and harness those superpowers to like to into your passions and to following your dreams and to 
um, your health because ovulation is the vital sign of health. If you are healthy enough to give a baby, you are really harnessing that creative life force energy. Ovulation, it makes your, your brain powerful. It helps your bones grow. It makes progesterone, which helps mood stabilizing. Um, it just, there's so many benefits to having a natural flow. And then, and then we go into the inner fall from ovulation, the two weeks after until you get your bleed again. And this is if you have a 28 day cycle that's in tune with the moon or about 28, 29 days. Otherwise, some women can have 35 or longer days or have 21 or shorter days. And that also means that you have a hormonal imbalance. We want to be in tune with the moon. Once you are in tune with the, with the moon, with this 28 day cycle, you feel super in alignment with yourself as well. And you're like, okay, I'm on the right path. I'm doing good things and I'm feeling good. And this is feeling good is when your hormones are in balance. I read this book. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called in the flow. I think maybe, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it talks about how men are dominated by the sun and women are dominated by the moon. Men have like a completely different hormone cycle that fluctuates throughout the day. And then women have different hormones that fluctuate throughout the month. And that projects onto society. So like the idea that like women should work nine to five every day, like the whole month does not align with a woman's cycle versus a man's. And so balancing and aligning with your cycle goes so much beyond your period. It also goes beyond the type of exercise you do during the time of the month that works best for your body or like when you should be starting new projects or resting or socializing and things like that. And so what different things should women do during each cycle of the month that really will allow them to align with their highest, most abundant self. (laughs) Yeah. I love that you brought this up because it's so important to realize that we do live in this male dominating world in a way. And it's not something to blame. It's something to adapt to and to acknowledge like, okay, this is how things were, but we can't necessarily change it. We have to start with ourselves. So how can you start doing this for yourself. And yeah, it's going to take a few years, maybe a few decades to get out of the nine to five, um, because that is based off the male hormonal schedule. And like you said, men are in tune with the sun. They have a 24 hour hormone cycle and women are more dominated by the moon cycle, which we have such different emotions and our body physiology changes and our gut changes and our thoughts change. Like Yeah. So I'll get into it. So when you're on your period, your inner winter, this is when our hormones are the lowest. And so we have the least amount of energy. And this is really a time where we're most present with ourselves. It's really a time to relax, to rejuvenate, to, it's basically a mini death that you have every single month because your body, it created an egg. It hoped it got fertilized during ovulation. And then it was hopefully like it was hopefully pregnant or hoping that it was pregnant during the two weeks before your period. And then it realizes you didn't get pregnant. So the cycle starts all over again. And so that bleed is like a mini death. So you really have to feel for your womb. So when we're on our period, it's the lowest energy and we really want to um, focus on nutrient dense foods. We're losing mainly iron, magnesium, and zinc during our period. So we want to eat foods that are full of iron, magnesium, and zinc. And as well as just doing like yin yoga, for example, it's really like you're on the, it's really about rooting yourself. The hormone glands are chakras and the Ayurvedic system and uh, Sanskrit, they refer to the energy centers as chakras. Western medicine, they refer to it as 
hormone glands. And when you superimpose the two pictures together of like the chakras and the hormone glands, they are in the same place. And so I did this with my, I teach yoga and I created Om Cycle Yoga, which is ovulation menstruation cycle yoga. And this is the seven, there are seven chakras main chakras and so we every four days we go we focus on a different chakra so when we are bleeding we are on our root chakra so we're really we're doing hip openers we're doing things that ground us like you know we're we're really allowing gravity to weigh us down yeah be connected with the earth when we're bleeding so then um right after we get our bleed or right after we bleed we move up into our heart chakra and this is the time of the cycle when estrogen is rising we feel more energy and the heart chakra is the thymus. And this is what creates our immune system or it's, it's our white blood cells. It's the, the cells that fight diseases and bacteria and viruses that your body, we have millions of viruses and bacteria in our body, but the, these cells are helping us like destroy the bad ones. Um, so we're building up our immune system as estrogen rises. And then a few days later, we're in our throat chakra and that's our um, thyroid. And this is what helps our, or regulates our metabolism. And so higher estrogen helps our voice more articulate and more feminine. And so this is a time to like use your voice, the time in the cycle to speak your truth. And so we do in yoga, at least we do like throat activating, um, asanas and, and mantras, for example. And then as estrogen keeps rising, we are, uh, then in our third eye, which is our pituitary and hypothalamus. And this is what's regulating all other hormones in our body um, through other organs and whatnot. Uh, this is when our brain works best to learn new things as well. So focus on learning something new because our memory storage works best during this time. And then we get to our crown chakra, our pineal gland, and this is what regulates our circadian rhythm. So it's light out, we wake up, you know, we go to sleep when it becomes nighttime. And this is our pineal gland. This is the, we really in that follicular or inner spring and inner summer is the, this extroverted socializing muscle building growth phase. So do things that are, yeah, more active, more in your masculine, go do cardio or high intensity workout, eat foods the, and eating foods that are less caloric. So that means eating lighter foods, because as we approach ovulation, we get less and less hungry because our bodies and our minds are literally strong and as smart and as beautiful as possible for ovulation, that everything is working. Your digestion's working best. So you're not as hungry. Your brain is working best. Your muscles are working best. Like your immune system is working best. Your speaking is working best. Like everything is just at its best for ovulation. And then we get into the inner autumn, which is the luteal phase. And this is when all of a sudden, we go from daytime to nighttime. And so we get into our solar plexus and this is the where we hold our adrenals and the pancreas. So your adrenals are your what makes stress hormones, so cortisol and adrenaline, as well as your pancreas, it regulates your blood sugar levels. And naturally we have higher levels of stress during this phase. So this is a time when we feel naturally more introverted and those higher levels of stress, it actually raises your intuition because you have to be in your awareness. So you have to be more like if you're driving, for example, you're going to be driving more slowly and you can take make better decisions during this time because you have both estrogen and progesterone that are on your side. And 
you can make like a pros and cons list. You can, your brain loves to focus on details. This is the time of your cycle where you're thinking in the past. Whereas your inner spring, when everything is like working best and you're looking forward to finding a potential mate for ovulation, your mind is thinking in the future. So that's like a plan ahead, mind map, schedule things ahead, be social, meet people. Um, whereas now in the inner autumn, you're a lot more introverted, you're more creative. It's when both halves of your hem- of your brain are con- most connected and you can think outside the box, you can solve complex problems, you can really create art that is really coming from your intuition and you can make these gut feeling decisions. And again, yeah, focusing on details and reflecting on the past. Um, it's a really good time to do these things. And we want to make sure that you're eating slow burning carbs, which means like sweet potato and pumpkin. Think about like those autumn foods. So like pumpkin, curries, things that are warm and cozy and healthy fats. So healthy fats are avocado, coconut, nuts, and olive oil. If you use um, vegetable oils, like sunflower oils, those are the bad fats. Our hormones are made out of fats and we want to make sure that we're getting the healthy fats to make healthy hormones. So as well, in terms of working out and exercising, this is the most flexible time of our cycle. And so we can really get into more of a flowy, your inner feminine and do dancing or more flowy yoga. Whereas your inner spring was very strong and masculine and doing things like chair pose and plank and things that are grounding yet um, strong and really engaging your muscles, especially during ovulation, your es- the high estrogen makes your joints more susceptible to injury. They make them a little bit more swollen. So we want to engage the muscles to protect the joints during ovulation. And yeah, so in your inner autumn, it's really about feeling into your body and your inner flow. Uh, and eating healthy fats and slow burning carbs. I love it. So another question I had for you is actually about PMS while you're bleeding and while you're on your period. I know that society and a lot of people will be like, oh, PMS is normal. But my belief is that it's not normal. It's common, but it's not normal. And for me, in my experience, I used to have just like some background info, terrible, like, cystic acne. I used to get terrible contraction pain-like symptoms during my period. Terrible. Like I had to go to the ER a few times for actually, because they were so bad. At the time I was vegan. So I wasn't actually depriving myself from a lot of nutrients that my body needed. And I was in a very much state of stress and things like that. And so went to a bunch of doctors, different doctors told me different things. One told me to go on the pill. Another one told me to do this. Then I ended up going to an acupuncturist who literally saved my life, introduced me to these different herbs, and also taught me about food therapy and how I can use the food that I eat to really heal my hormones. On my first two days, I will get stomach period pains. And I was wondering if someone else listening on here gets the same thing. What is your piece of advice for me to implement with that? (laughs) Yeah, many women will get really bad cramps on the first or second day of their cycle. And um, so, uh first of all thank you for sharing your story and like this is what I love to teach about is like you have to connect to your inner nature and really the the flows of each of the phases of the cycle and what you do today it will affect what you will feel during PMS or or your period so PMS symptoms can be cramps bloating um acne mood swings anxiety depression stress fatigue um, and so PMS are, is premenstrual s- syndrome or premenstrual symptoms. And that means 
in the about like week or two before your period, you'll be feeling, we feel naturally a lot more sensitive, naturally a lot more stress. It's not a lot more stress, but we need to make more progesterone. So to make progesterone, it's a, progesterone is a sedating hormone. And when we ovulate, this is when we can make progesterone. So we need to ovulate to make progesterone. And we need to make, we make about like 20, gosh, or even a hundred times more progesterone than we do estrogen in the inner spring. So progesterone will really help like calm things down. And how you make progesterone is eating healthy fats. If you drink coffee or any caffeine, then get rid of it. Like you are depending on a stimulant on something that puts you in this fight or flight mode. And the moment you drink coffee, especially on an empty stomach, the moment you wake up, you're like, oh, I need my coffee to wake up. It's like, well, yeah, but this, this is what we do when we drink coffee. So of course it makes you go to the bathroom right away because you're instantly putting yourself in this fight or flight mode, the survival mode. And we don't want to wake up and be in survival mode. Like it's a beautiful day. It's, you know, I'm in Bali. So I'm, I wake up, I'm like, wow, it's a beautiful day in Bali. I don't, I don't need to put myself in a stress mode. Um, but even if you are in this nine to five schedule and in, let's say, wherever you are in a city, then yeah, even already that's, that's a lot of stress to be around so many people that are like in a rush to get to work and whatnot. So uh, get rid of caffeine. That's a really good way of getting rid of cramps. Um, and then just making sure that you are getting the right nutrients at different times of the cycle. So yeah, iron, magnesium, and zinc when you are in your period, omega-3s and DIM when you're in your inner spring. When you are in your um, inner summer, it's DIM, which is found in like broccoli, kale. And I'll tell you basically the nutrients and then everyone around the world, they have their own sources of food. So just look up on the internet, whatever is local, seasonal and, or available in your area, then yeah, like broccoli, kale, cabbage, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, these all have DIM, which help detox any excess estrogen. So a lot, of, a lot of the time when you have cramps or any PMS symptoms or period pains, we have, we're making too much estrogen, especially if you have a longer cycle, then that means that you are making too much estrogen. So more than 30 days, 32, 35, or even longer, that means you're making too much estrogen. And as well as eating the majority of your food, like most of the time, except for during ovulation, it's okay to eat cold or raw foods like salads think summer salads and whatnot but all other times of the cycle like on your period in the follicular phase and in the luteal phase eat cooked food your womb wants to be warm and this is based off of chinese traditional chinese medicine your womb we need to keep the womb warm especially especially the five days before your period and especially in the inner autumn and on your period we want to eat warm cooked foods Otherwise, if you're eating ice cream before your period and you're eating dairy, processed sugar, um, caffeine, and cold foods, then that's going to affect how you're going to feel on your period and the premenstrual symptoms as well. Yes, I agree. I, that's a, something that my acupuncturist taught me is about womb warming foods and how that's really what helped me heal my cycle again. And I want to trace back to actually acne because I do have a large teen audience, so tend to struggle with acne when you're in your teens and 20s. So for women, what are some things that they can also implement into their weekly and monthly cycle to help acne? Because I find that right before my period, 
I usually have clear skin, but then I'm just getting off my period and I have like this breakout right here. And so I'm wondering like, what are some ways that I can help reduce that naturally just through the things that I'm doing throughout my cycle? Sure. Zinc is a super good um, mineral for acne. So if you are not especially, so this is, I mean, you were saying that you were vegan in the past. Like those are a lot of the times my clients because they're, they have such bad PMS, such bad period pains, such bad acne or whatever it is. But, and then I ask, well, well, what are you eating? And they say, oh, well, I'm vegan. That's, that's why like vegan, the vegan diet lacks a lot of nutrients. So unless you know how to supplement with the vegan diet and getting B12 and zinc every day and magnesium, these things that unless you're supplementing and know what to supplement for each phase, then you'll be fine. However, zinc is probably the number one thing to take when you are, or to have, if you are having acne, especially if you're getting a pimple, like right after your period, maybe you didn't get enough zinc during your period because you lose iron, magnesium, and zinc during your period. And if you do get it before then, and it depends on where on your face or where in your body you get it as well. Really taking a look at your life. Are you really stressed? Are you not eating well? Are you having getting probiotic foods, especially after your period? This is the time of your cycle that you, it's the gut healing phase. So you want to be eating sauerkraut, kimchi, kombucha, these things, these fermented foods are really good because it's the gut healing phase. And that will help the good bacteria in your gut to better absorb nutrients. And if you were taking a supplement, let's say, would it be healthy to take it every day of the month or is it, should it be just like, the week before or after your period, what would you recommend? Zinc is definitely something you want to take every day. Um, yeah, zinc is something you want to take every day. Magnesium is really good before your period, like the, the two weeks before your period and on your period as well. Um, but yeah, zinc is one of the ones that we do need a daily source of zinc. And so I like to eat eggs every day. But the thing is that I really feel that we should be getting most of our nutrients from food and not from supplements. Supplements are a supplement, but, but think about the supplements. Like they've gone through a machine, they've gone through a lab and then they're put in a plastic bottle and then they're on the shelf for so long. Like when you get zinc or whatever minerals and vitamins, like you're getting it from plants or from animals, know that we live in a symbiotic world of like energy exchange. And the more I can take care of myself, the more I can take care of animals and plants same thing with plants like the moment we're putting so many pesticides on it like where are you getting your food are you supporting the industries of like mcdonald's and the pharmaceutical industry the pharmaceutical industry the biggest pharmaceutical industry bayer owns the biggest pesticide company monsanto this pesticide company or like the pharmaceutical company is literally poisoning and destroying all of the soil and the plants and then we eat those pesticidal plants and animals. And then that makes us sick. And then of course, we then go to the pharmaceutical company to buy their drugs. And so it's this system that I don't want to be a part of. So I'm going to choose to, to get my food sources from organic from really a, a well sourced place. And those farmers that do take care of the earth that do take care of the, the soil that don't use pesticides that are yeah rebuilding the earth and replanting and yeah, giving love to the earth and that will bring more love to me. And then I can give more love to the world. It's honestly all about conscious consumption. When you're part of the system, you end up being in this inevitable cycle where 
you don't even know what you're consuming. Like I have this app, I think it's called Yuka. And you go to the store and I scan stuff. And I see like, especially in the United States, there are a lot of chemicals that are in the food and in like the top ingredients that are just like not safe for you like at all. And it's just crazy to me how we're taught to either dismiss that as a whole or we're not even taught to know about it. Yeah, what you were saying about how like, we go, we consume these things and have no idea what we're actually putting in our body. Then we're getting all these symptoms and we're like, oh, I wonder where that's coming from. And we're not even connecting the dots that what we are consuming is everything. And that goes for like what we are watching, what we are eating, the people we spend time around. If you're someone that's listening and that hasn't been very conscious about the things you're consuming, I really challenge you to step out of that box and ask yourself these critical questions and reflect what foods am I eating? Where am I buying my sources? Like I've been buying um, a lot of my vegetables and fruits from like local farmers markets. You can support local businesses and small business owners instead of large corporations, but also you're getting a lot cleaner food that doesn't have pesticides as you were saying. So that brings me to another question that I had for you. And that is, because we're eating all these things and we don't even know what's happening most of the time and we do experience a lot of hormonal imbalance, how can women notice that they're experiencing hormonal imbalance? What are some signs? Yeah, for sure. So if you don't feel good, that's a hormonal imbalance. And like you said at the beginning of the podcast, it's we are taught and we are yeah taught that basically it's a burden to be a woman, that every single month, we're supposed to live in pain and like the period is something like no like oh I'm so sorry you have to go through that and it's like no freaking way it is freaking amazing to be a woman and you this is like I this is what I teach I teach about how to love every phase of the cycle my favorite phase is the phase right before my period I'm like yes I get to be alone I get to do my art I get to be like have my enjoy my me time and like relax like it's so wonderful and every phase can be super enjoyable there are pros and there are cons to each phase however you can learn to focus on the positives so if you don't feel good that means there's a hormonal imbalance because if you don't feel good let's say like you're feeling a little depressed or you're feeling unmotivated if you're unmotivated that means you lack in dopamine and dopamine how you get how you boost your motivation is to move Motivation and movement are directly correlated to each other through the hormone dopamine. So get outside, connect yourself with nature, go on a walk, go to the gym, go, um, yeah, do some movement, do some yoga, do move your body and you will get more motivation. So then serotonin is like this happy, fulfilling hormone and listening to music helps with serotonin. Um, being with the people you love helps serotonin. And so you can really boost yeah your hormones affect everything so when you don't feel good it's a hormonal imbalance if you have acne if you have cramping if you have bloating if you have any physical like just like i don't feel good or like um yeah when you just don't feel good based on any symptoms you have uh stress anxiety depression hair loss um gosh yeah anything anything that you just don't feel good that's a hormonal imbalance because we are here to feel good. We are here on this life to enjoy the most out of it. And thankfully, we do have these symptoms. And it's to really listen to them to be like, okay, I'm not feeling good. Or if I'm having a pimple, then something's up and I need to listen to my body because 
this is the only vessel. It's the only thing that we have in this life. And how can I make the best experience in this life? And that's when you feel good most of the time. And you can be, then you have no problems to think about. And you can really truly focus on like your path, your dharma, your alignment, and following your dreams. I think something that I'm taking away from this whole episode is that everything in our cycle is interconnected. The choices and this food and the things you're consuming on the ovulatory phase affects your follicular phase and all that. And I think it really goes back to this idea that our cycles are really our superpower in a way. Like they're not something that we should be scared of or they're not a burden because when they're used wisely, they're this amazing inner wisdom that can actually help us manifest a lot of things and align with our highest timeline. So my last question for you would be for someone who does not know anything about cycles and they're just starting out this journey, coming back home to themselves, what are some healthy habits they can start implementing to really upscale their life and align with their bodies again? Basically, the top two main things that you need to take care of to balance your hormones are stress and nutrition. Make good choices on what you're putting into your body. And that usually tends to be like whole natural foods and you know not covered in pesticides. And the other thing is stress management. So that's, yeah, moving your body and taking some time to breathe. Let's just even take a breath in together right now. So close your eyes, take a deep breath in through your nose. And exhale. Even letting out a sigh, like that noise when you exhale is really, really powerful because it massages your vagus nerve, which is your, your rest and digest nervous system. So. I love that. I actually filmed an episode last week, all about breath work with a breath work coach. I think it's going to premiere before this one. So maybe if you guys are listening, go listen to the breath work one, and then listen to this one because they'll come in alignment. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining me. I feel like I learned a lot about periods and cycles. And I hope that anyone listening learned a thing or two as well. And feels inspired to claim back their own power when it comes to their bodies and their cycles so thank you so much for joining me <laughs> yeah thank you of course and if any of you as well are interested in knowing like okay that was a lot of information I do have an ebook um, it's 13 pages it's a guide and it tells you all the foods that you need the exercises the mindset the um like which chakra that you're in or can focus on to meditate on and things like that, all of that in just 13 pages. And so if you go to my website, balanceyourcycle.com or on my Instagram, Pauline Giselle, then you can find, you can find my, the ebook and it tells you all the, all the things to bring you back more into balance. Beautiful souls, thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram if you have any topic suggestions for future episodes or if you would like to apply to be a guest on the show. I hope you feel inspired to claim your power today. Bye!